I'm reading the book, and the Great Gatsby is not a magician. What? But it sounds like a magician. I know. You would think the Great Gatsby is a magician. What else is he going to be? And how? I mean, that, that is the perfect name for a magician. In fact, it should have even been, they should make a comic book about him. The, what, the Great Gatsby? Yeah. If they turn more classic American novels into comic books, I'd read them. Catcher in the Rye would be an awesome comic book. <laughs> well, Born Peace. Warren Pe- the great I'm the great Gatsby here to save you all. War and Peace that would take longer than 52 did. <laughs> they should do it every every week. No, um, not War and Peace, what about Crime and Punishment. That would crime, be that would be like a four-year epic. Frank Miller does Crime and Punishment. Oh man. I, I can see it now. I can Jeff see Loeb, it now. Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale doing doing uh War Charles and Peace. Dickens. Yeah, Great Expectations. Great Expectations. By it, wasn't Jeff all, it wasn't all I hoped it would be. <laughs> it wasn't all I hoped it would be. Um, what's up, everyone? This is Steve, and this is Starkville's House of L that you're listening to, and we're glad you're here. Once again, I'm Steve. And I'm Derek. I think we've let the mics run too long. I'm not too sure about that, but we'll, we'll go back and check later. Welcome to this abbreviated episode. It is the holiday season. We're a mere, what are we, five days away from Christmas? Is it only? Yes, it is only five days. Something like that. Well, now I can't. Yeah, I've yeah, five no days. No shopping it is. done whatsoever. I've gotten very little done myself, and I don't mind telling you that I'm getting a little nervous about that. Got to, got to kick it into high gear over the weekend. Um, we don't have a lot to talk about today, and, and we don't want to disappoint by not doing an episode. It's going to be a short episode, limited AAC, as there wasn't an episode this week. We saw Jim and I come and go last week, and that means there's not another episode till January 31st of Smallville. We can just throw random pictures in there. Yeah, no, I hate that. Don't do that. Santa no. Claus Pe- picture. No, no, people. I, I picture of reindeer. That's why I wanted you on the show because you couldn't be here and see my frustration. And <laughs> and what? Wait, what am I? Eating? You're in the room. Notice the audio, and it's not echoing this week. Congratulations. No, Some, it's not. Yeah. How are your thumbs yeah. and knees, by the way? They're they're all right. They're all right. Everyone. Just, Derek's a great guy. He was very understanding in the situation. He didn't leave me completely crippled. Well, I mean, maybe we should explain what happened. We really didn't. You gave you gave kind of a a brief intro in the last episode, and then Chuck came on last week, and I didn't talk about it. But we get done recording two weeks ago, and uh, what happens? What happens in this situation? And maybe we should explain. We've never really explained how we do this, and people with we the majority of the emails we're getting are the sound quality is a lot better with the phone conversations. <clears throat> well, that's not really the case. What actually happens now is. Steve records his end of the conversation, you know, in one state far away, and I record my end of the conversation, and then Steve sends me his audio, and we put it together, and it sounds yep. like we're in the room together for the most part, and uh, it was unless it was, unless I happen to be in some vast hall somewhere, yeah, some giant coliseum like arena. Well, usually it works out pretty well. So two weeks ago, we're doing. Um, it was after Thanksgiving, one yeah. So it was, yeah, it was the one after Thanksgiving. It was the it was, one before. It was the week before Jim and I, and. We do the episode, great episode, I felt like. We went for an hour and like 20 minutes or so of just some amazing conversation leading up to Gemini and what we thought was going to happen. And a lot of what we called in the episode came to fruition in it Gemini. Came to pass, yeah. yeah, stuff with Julian and, and, and stuff with Clark being in the fortress and all that stuff happened. And I was really pleased with the way the episode turned out. So later that night, Steve sends me his audio, which does take a while. That's part of the reason why it takes so long. We record an episode, and then sometimes it's 24 hours later before I can get one up to everybody. And 
Steve sends me the audio at like 10 o'clock at night and I call him. And I'm like, yeah, you're pretty funny because there's this horrible, horrible <laughs> echo. And when I mean horrible, it was nothing compared to what I released and let you guys listen to. I had to doctor the hell out of that thing to make it sound as good as it did. Sir, this sounded you, like... You worked magic with that thing. You were like the great Gatsby working your magic wand with that thing. This sounded like Steve was in the core of the earth and shouting up to me in, in Starville. Just like yelling all the way up in this just terrible echo. And I thought he was trying to be funny. I was like, yeah, you got me. And he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, go listen to your audio then. And he turns it on. And sure enough, he had recorded with that echo filter on. Uh, and so there was a well, good... the thing is, I, I've run my sound through a little board, mixer board. And it's got some preset effects on it that you have to mute out. Like the minute you turn on the board, you have to hit that mute button. And I thought I had, and apparently I did not. Well, and... there's a there was a good ten minutes of us on the phone where we didn't say anything. We were just it was quiet between us while we while we were thinking. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking Steve's still playing a joke on me, and he just can't believe that he's done this. I assume. So we're we're quite frustrated, and we go through the okay. So we need to record the episode again. We need to figure out what we need to do. And there was no way; it was like lightning in a bottle. We would have never captured, I think, everything we had gotten in that episode again because we packed so much into that in episode seventy. Um, I don't think we would have been able to do it again. And plus, even if we had been able to, we were so fr- we would we were so frustrated at that point. It would have sucked to have done that whole episode over. So, well, I, spent, and I was just, I was just embarrassed and ashamed. Well, yeah, I mean, it happens. It's, it was an accident. And you didn't know it, and I mean, we we had the the funny little thing that you put at the beginning of the, that week's episode just to alert people that things were going to sound a little different this week. And I, I really, and I sat there and listened to it from the standpoint. And I, several other people listened to it and called and told me that, yeah, the first minute of it was distracting, and then after that. You got over it. You couldn't even right. tell. So it was no big deal. We promise we won't let it happen again, folks. We were able to uh, to um, doctor the thing up as much as possible before we released it. So you could at least, when I got a hold of it, I couldn't even understand what Steve was saying. It was just echo. Of you, you couldn't even hear Steve's voice. You just heard the echo. <laughs> you just kind of heard a long. And you know, there's a radio station in my area where, for some reason, the DJ always has some type of echo on his voice. Wow. And that's what I felt like at that point. I'm like, I feel like this unprofessional <laughs> guy who just happens to be at some hick station, you know, out in Nowheresville. Well, we uh, we assure you we won't let it happen again, I promise. Um, indeed. And, and speaking of audio quality, we, we'll be bringing you, we keep saying we're going to do a shoe too. Um, they're a lot harder to do, I feel like, than an episode. Like yes. there's there's a there's a need for an episode every week and there's there's this want to do it and then we kind of keep putting off shoe too and part of that's my fault I, I've gone so through some things in the past couple of weeks and haven't had the time and availability to do that and uh, I've got to uh, get back on that so hopefully next week after Christmas gets over with we can pull a uh, Perry out of our hats I hope yeah well you've got you've got life you know real life things have kind of come your way and then and then too it's just the holidays it's hard to find. You know, even just an, we've sat, we've just done an episode of Geek Out Loud. You were gracious enough to come on with me. But this is honestly the most time I've had in a day in two weeks now to just sit and be on the phone and, and get these kind of things knocked out. I agree. I haven't had too much to do. I'm still busy. Um, in case you missed a couple of weeks ago, I'm 
actually um, executive producer of John Schneider's new film, and that has taken up a good bit of my time here lately. Um, and Steve, I haven't even told you this. We uh, we pitched a television show to the BBC this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I've been on the phone with London all morning. London calling. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that that took up most of my morning, so my afternoon is pretty free now. So hopefully things will be... Uh, Looking better, but um, we, we've got some stuff to go over with you today. Like I said, nothing too intense, nothing to blow your mind, as there was not a Smallville episode, and hopefully we'll get back to, what have we got? we got five or six weeks to go? Yeah, five, oh, yeah, January 31st. Well, let's just do some stuff, and it's not really about, we, we do pride ourselves on being a Superman and Smallville podcast, but it's always, when Smallville is on the air, there's more things Smallville going on than there are Superman, it seems like. And uh, there's no way we could review every single issue of the Superman comics that come out every time. There would just be no way to do it. There's so many of them, and that would take up another whole episode. It'd be like doing two a week. Yeah, so that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, completely. And we're not doing it, so deal with it. Um, <laughs> I, I've gotten emails all week about it. somebody has. I don't know if somebody started a rumor or what, but like couple emails every day about, hey, I heard you guys were doing a Terminator podcast. Yeah, you mentioned something to me about that. And yeah. I'll be honest with you, I, you know, as interested as I am to see the show... Pilot's good. One of the best <laughs> TV pilots I've ever seen, in all really? honesty. Yes. Because I honestly haven't put much stock in this thing, to be to be truthful with you. I just, it's, I it's, just said, well, you're going to have to convince me. Well, I, I don't like, I didn't like Thomas Decker on Heroes, and he convinced me. In this, I really, I really liked him. I like Summer Glau. I can't think of the actress who's playing Sarah Connor uh, off the top of my head, but I, just all of it was very well put together. I like how they did it. So when are when are we going to start the tournament? When are we going to start the Sarah Connor? Moving on, the uh, new That's Justice a- Justice League: The New Frontier <laughs> trailer came out yesterday. Here we are, and um, and I didn't know this day because Steve and I weren't talking when Superman Doomsday came out. You were a big fan of Superman Doomsday. <clears throat> Big fan. I, I liked it. I liked it for what it was. I mean, I'm not going to swear by Superman Doomsday, but I didn't. I sat and I watched it, and I just thought it was better than it had any right to be, based on a lot of the reviews I'd read at that point. I was just disappointed. I really was. I mean, I thought there were some good fight scenes. I thought I loved. Um, I, I, it has one of my favorite moments in 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 Superman movie stuff when. Brainiac, go, or not Brainiac, why am I saying Brainiac? When Lex Luthor goes to blow up the fake Superman, when he goes to, you know, do the, and, and, and Superman's already lobotomized himself and pulled that kryptonite pellet out of there, and when nothing happens, Brainiac goes, oh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I don't it know. Had, it had its moments, I don't know. Yeah. But we get our first look, not really our first look, because there is a trailer at the be. I don't even call that a trailer. There's a sneak peek at the beginning of Superman Doomsday for... Justice League: The New Frontier, which is to be the yep. second DC Direct uh, Warner Brothers on video animated release. Actually, Warner Premiere is doing this one, um, which I found a little weird because that's kind of their not really independent, but they don't do mainstream stuff that comes to theaters. Like um, they did the Dukes of Hazard, the the prequel, and yeah. they just did um, uh, another Dennis the Menace movie. Hmm. On DVD, and they're doing this, which I thought was a little cool. But I'm not going to argue with it. The sneak peek was cool, but we didn't get to see a whole lot of stuff. It was mostly images we saw at the beginning of Superman Doomsday, and not a whole lot of the actual final animatics. This is a this is a, I guess a good 30 second trailer. 
would you say? Uh, it's actually closer to the one I saw was ninety seconds. Was it ninety? I, I haven't. Yeah. You've watched it since I have because I sent you the leak. A yeah. lot of a uh, lot of stuff we get to see in this one. We get to see some interaction between Superman and the Martian Manhunter, the Flash, Batman and Robin. A uh, lot of people in this one looking. Up we get to a be, look at the aliens or the monsters or whatever. Yes, the creatures uh, that that they fight in in the film. Um, New New Frontier is an amazing um, series that came out, and I can't wait to see this. Hopefully, it'll make up for everything that I felt lacked with Superman Doomsday. I, the The voice work they've got is awesome. I mean, I, mm, it's that's the one thing in the behind the scenes look that you had. That you got to hear some of the voice work. Right, and I thought the right. voice work is is dead on. It's uh, um, it's very extensive. The amount of people they've got coming into this. The guy who's who's doing Superman's voice, I can't remember who's. You I know his name it. escapes me, but he was on Twin Peaks, Sex yeah. in the City. What is his yeah. name? His his voice when because they do on the behind the scenes thing show a quick clip of him talking to either Lois or Wonder Woman, and it just. It fits the time period that New Frontier takes place, and I mean, he sounds like a classic Superman. Yeah, and uh, and so that just that stoked me. I was stoked about that. David uh, Boreanaz is, um, however you say his last name, Angel Boreanaz is uh, Boreanaz. <laughs> yeah, is uh, is Hal Jordan, and I think that's a you know, I know that there were some people in, who have been trying to get you know who their their dream is to see him play Hal Jordan um, in a movie. I so, think he'd be a good Hal Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too, and and so Lucy Lawless is the voice of Wonder Woman, and um, it's just it looks it looks like they they've hit a lot of good points so far with this thing. Wow, I have breaking news right now, Steve. Uh, All right, what I you just, got? That's not really Superman s, but this is going to hurt some fans of some shows. That this just came across. Uh, my I just got a text message, and it happened moments ago. The Dead Zone and the Forty Four Hundred have been canceled. Oh wow. Like, like, not even as regard to the strike. Just both series on the USA are gone. Not, and that has nothing to do with the strike necessarily. They, it just uh, after months of speculation, shows have been canceled. Um, I don't know. Wow, that surprises me about the forty four hundred. I thought they were doing real well. I thought that show was doing well for that. USA. Is very interesting to me. Kyle McLaughlin. That was that's the guy playing Superman. There you go. I'm sorry, I could not there, think of that's that. That's right. Too bad this isn't a live podcast. Yeah, because I mean it'll hit the mainstream when this comes out. But uh, no, right. this this seems to have just happened after lunch today. Hmm. So wow. Um, but anyway, sorry I, that that hurts me because I uh, well we were talking about Dead Zone the other day because we were talking about Anthony Michael Hall being in Dark right. Knight. But I'm a big fan of Forty Four Hundred. Yeah, that, I know there are a lot of fans out there. I, that just it surprises me. Those are two shows I thought were doing very well. Well, the Dead Zone has almost been continuous, but um, they they break for a long periods of time on uh, on forty four hundred. But anyway, getting back to the project at hand. Yes, David Boreanaz, Hal Jordan, Jeremy Sisto. People remember him from um, Six Feet Under. He is uh, he's doing Batman's voice. Lucy Lawless is Wonder Woman, which is another person who people have wanted to see on the big screen portray uh, Diana. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, yeah, people I don't, have always wanted I don't to know that I'd, I feel like I'd be looking too much. Of course, she looks a lot different now than she did when she played Xena. True. Um, so, Neil Patrick Harris is playing The Flash. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, NPH, man. NPH. NPH <laughs> would not do that. So I'm very excited about this. The... Um, 
and I, I don't know, tell me exactly, this is going to be the second one. There's Teen Titans, the Judas Contract coming out, which is going to be another Warner Premiere um, DC Direct full-length animated is, feature. Is that going to be done, that's not going to be done in the same style as the Teen Titans cartoon. Yes, I believe it is. It is, okay. I'm, well, then I'm don't not quote forward, me, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive on that. Yeah, not to be too negative, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm though. not either. And, but I don't know if that's the third one, or um, Batman Gotham Knights is going to be the third one. And Batman Gotham Knights is going to be an anime style. Yes. Now, the reason they're doing that is because the events, some of the events are going to, that happen in this, it's actually going to be, did you ever see the Animatrix? Yes. That was yeah. like nine short stories yeah. made up in mm-hmm. one. That's how this is going to be. Okay. Um, and some of it's going to take place in Hong Kong. This is going to bridge the gap between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, and I do believe that uh, Christian Bale will be providing the voice of Batman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, this this is all new information to me. I didn't realize that this was actually going to be something, a project to try to bridge those two um, two films together. Yes. I thought it was going to be kind of a standalone just a Batman animated feature. No, it, it, it is supposed to be the in-between story, which is, uh, from what I hear, only a matter of weeks. Yeah. Which we, if you want to hear about our Dark Knight discussion, go listen to Geek Out Loud episode, what's this, <laughs> eight or nine today? It's it's episode eight. Episode yeah. eight. Go listen. Uh, we get pretty deep into the Dark Knight. And I even give an exclusive that nobody knows about. I know, that was exciting. So go listen to it. And then the scene I got to see that nobody's seen. Oh no! That, that that yeah, you told me that that did happen at uh, Wizard at World. Wizard World. Yeah. But if you didn't go to Wizard World, you haven't seen it, and I did. So there. Yeah, oh, that makes me sick. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm dealing. I'm dealing as we speak. Yes. So so DC. Now let me ask you this, just real quick, because we're talking New Frontier and stuff, and these then these future DC projects. You weren't a big fan of of Doomsday. We're we're really hoping that New Frontier works out well. Do you feel like DC though has come out on a, with a stronger slate than what Marvel did initially with their Ultimate Avengers stuff? Um, I didn't care for the Ultimate Avengers one yeah. or two. Um, I liked the Iron Man one um, because Iron Man's my favorite Marvel character. But I think that I think I was just trying to give it as much credit as I possibly could because it was I didn't, Iron I didn't Man. like the Iron Man one at all. It, I it, did not it, enjoy that. It one was at all. boring. Um, yes. Now, when when I was watching, I was like, "Awesome, Iron Man, very cool." Hasn't had his own cartoon in thirty years, or you know, however long it's been uh, since since he had a show. So I was since very happy to see that. Plus, it was a precursor because I keep sitting here thinking, "Oh my gosh, Robert Downey Jr. next summer, I can't wait." Yeah, but yeah. I, if you go back and watch it again, I was bored with it. So yeah, um, they had another one. I didn't see Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was actually good. Really. Yeah, it actually has been the best. I mean, you know, and, and Ultimate Avengers was okay. I didn't like Ultimate Avengers 2 or Iron Man. Doctor Strange actually was, was good. I mean, it actually turned out a lot better than those three other movies did. Well, me, I, I might think. give that a shot. Houston, I think, told me to watch it. I'm not sure if he did or not, but I wasn't a huge, uh, not a huge Doctor Strange. I'm not a huge Marvel fan, but. I'm, I was never a huge Doctor Strange fan, but I'll be honest, that movie just had more pop to it than, either, than you know, I mean, it just popped with me more than any. Of the others did. Yeah, Iron Man was just slow, and then by the time the action started, it was over. Yeah. Uh, I yep. kind of felt like... I feel like DC's got a grasp better on what stories need to be told, but I don't think... I, I just... I think they need to evaluate where they are. I'm, I'm, I'm holding a lot of weight on the New Frontier. 
And I think New Frontier could be outstanding. I really think it could be great. But I was I was and, holding a lot for Superman Doomsday too, and I was kind of left wanting more at the end of that. And maybe that's where I'm different from everyone else is I just I I was I didn't have that high of expectations for Superman Doomsday. I guess I did, and maybe that's just because I'm from that era. The day that that graphic novel came out, I was in the store. I mean, the day that all those issues were out every day for yeah. those weeks, yeah. I was at the store. I had all the funeral for friends. I've got a framed funeral for a friend collection, uh, all that stuff. So I just, I was hoping for a lot more than what there actually was. I just didn't understand. I understand that it was inspired by the death of Superman. It wasn't based on it. It was inspired by it. Sure. And, but I was just like, why are you calling it Superman doomsday? If he dies 12 minutes into the movie, you right. don't ever see Doomsday right. again. Why didn't you call yeah. it something else? They, you know, I almost feel like if they really wanted to blow everyone's minds, they should have gone. They should have just gotten very uh, aggressive about it, and even and gone with like a three movie type plan and said, "Let's just really focus." That on That would have been awesome. Right. That would have been really you know? awesome. And I know for even though they rated it PG thirteen, they really can't <clears throat> call it the death of Superman. They don't want to do that with an animated movie. But I tell you, and I told you earlier, and you've never seen it, and I, I almost want to reject your friendship based on this. <laughs> Everybody just, all the DC animated people just need to go lock themselves in a room and watch Batman Mask of the Phantasm again and just reevaluate where they are with new storytelling. That is the pinnacle of... of just make some new life decisions. <clears throat> yeah, what about what have I been doing the last ten years, man? I need to get out there and date or something, you know? It's just, just real. Well, I'll commit to you to watch Mask of the Phantasm tonight. Tonight, yes. really? Yes. You're gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get it and watch it tonight. You will not be disappointed if you have never seen Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. That 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 movie, a it could have been rated PG-13, uh, and and been a little bit more for adults. There's a little kitty things they do in it because one of the villains is the Joker, so I mean, the, I mean it's Mark Hamill's Joker, so there's um, some stuff that they could have done differently that that they didn't do, but it's 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 kind of haunting. Well, I'm I'm anxious to check it out. I've always been told to check it out. I just never have. It's yeah. good. Now I never. You told me to go watch. Return of the Joker from Batman Beyond, and I hated Batman if you, Beyond. If you can get the international version of it. The PG-13 version? Yeah, you should really check it out. It's worth, it's not going to blow your mind, but it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, because you've got, it just ties back into everything pretty well to me. I always enjoyed it. I enjoyed it pretty well when I saw it. It's very, it's another one that makes you feel kind of dirty, but it's still, it's still pretty good based on what they do with like Tim Drake and everything, so. Mm. Well, I might check so it out. I don't know. I if you'll watch Phantasm, I'll watch that one. Well, I mean, I'm watching Phantasm okay. tonight. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get Return of the Joker. I can't do it tonight, but I'll get it and watch it. <laughs> but So I'm holding a lot for New Frontier. But um, kind of shifting to animated stuff and talking about something that's on the subject of Smallville, Chloe Sullivan will be making her debut in Superman comics this March, as a matter of fact. Is it March or April? Yeah. I think it's March. April, I think, is what I, I remember. Okay, maybe it's April. Uh, either or. Either yeah, or. It could be both. Um uh, Maybe she'll be around a while. September 32nd is the debut. And, September 32nd. And uh, this has been a promise for four years coming now. Uh, I remember uh, season three is actually when they said they want DC Express interest to bring her into the comics, and they've been trying and trying and trying, and now finally it's going to happen. 
a lot of folks are excited and with a, with a touch of disappointment because of the way they're going to be treating her character, though. Character um, is going to be a bit different than what we're used to on the show. She's going to be a good bit younger than Clark and Lois. Still going to be Lois's cousin, but she's going to kind of be a Jimmy Olsen type character as kind of a sidekick, younger kid kind of feel, I think. I think that's how they're going to treat her. Well, as long as, I mean, that's cool with me, as long, you know, the cub reporter role and that kind of thing. I just, I'm hoping some of her intelligence and, and everything is is retained because I think that's part of what makes Chloe so good is that yeah, she's just the, an intelligent person. They need to, I mean, the writing needs to be the same. She needs to ha- still have that, be able to carry, hold her own candle in the way she talks. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think it helps the character, too, if she's from Smallville. I think that would help out a lot. Like I said on Geek Out Loud today, I got the kind of the way they were talking about her. I got the kind of feel that Clark maybe was a senior in high school when she was a freshman kind of feeling. Uh, the way they were talking about her. Now, is this a result? Is this going to be a result of some of the stuff that's going on with Infinite Crisis and stuff that they're just able to kind of have this character pop up in continuity? Or I don't know. You are they just going to say she's always been kind of around? I don't know. You brought up the idea about uh, Final Crisis, them talking about killing off Jimmy Olsen, and then this would be a. Re- you know, a result of him dying and her coming in. I don't know uh, if that's the case or not. Definitely could be. But, yeah. I mean, Chloe Chloe could just be in one series of the comics and not span out to action comics and all the other kinds, too. So she's coming to the Superman title? Yes. So, uh, yeah, because they've done away. There's not Adventures of Superman anymore. No, there's no longer it's Adventures of Superman. There's action comics. I don't think they do the Metropolis comics anymore. Um, so there's action, there's action comics, Superman. They've got Superman Confidential, which I know, which is kind of a different continuity in it. Yeah, yeah, extremely. Mm-hmm. And um, so. there's the Sinestro Corpse Superman too, that are going on right now. So anyway, uh, that will be interesting to see coming, and we'll um, that'll be something that happens as Smallville finishes up its seventh season on the CW. So we'll be here to cover that when it does happen. I'll get a. We'll both get issues of that comic and, and give a full yeah, review. Yeah, I'll definitely pick up that. Yeah, and we'll give a full review of how Chloe is. Of course, she'll have to be, um, the likeness rights will go towards Allison, so she'll kind of always be drawn that way. You know, she'll always kind of be drawn after, based on Allison from here on out. Yeah, and Allison Mack recently said in an interview, you know, that kind of excited her that, you know, here is someone who will always be, you know, that she is the basis of, of this character from this point on. She's immortalized, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen yeah, a whole I mean, lot. Usually, it's the other way around. Usually, they draw somebody, and years after, they have to find somebody that they look the part. Christopher Reeve, Tom Welling, Dean Cain, Brandon Routh, and, and and now you've got somebody that's been a successful character on the show, and they're gonna, based on her likeness, keep her into comics. Which, and you've got to say that's that's in part due to I really believe in part due to Allison Mack's treatment of the character as much as the writing for the character. You know, I mean, Allison Mack has brought that character off the those script pages into well, life. I don't. I don't think Chloe Sullivan would be a good character without Allison. I don't think anybody else can play that part. Yeah, I, it's been said over and over again. Her her ability to give exposition is just second to none. Ah, extremely. And um, and she just and so I, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the character to be in the comics. But it's also it's a neat thing. It's a neat thing to be in an era where they're doing this because you know the last time anything came out of a, out of a medium other than comics that got into the comics was way back during the radio broadcast days in the 40s and that kind of thing. Exactly. You know, when when they changed the Daily Star to the Daily Planet and they brought in Kryptonite and that kind of stuff. So it's really neat to kind of be part, you know, in a way of that kind of thing going on. I agree wholeheartedly. So it'll be interesting to see when that happens. Another thing we want to discuss, and it seems to be 
I thought this was laid out when I when I heard it was going to happen several months ago. Um, and I thought this was something that was going to be explained to people, and apparently it was not, and now people are scouring the Internet for information. So hopefully, if you have questions, this will be your final resting place for those right now. If you've seen the film I Am Legend, Steve and I saw it um, this past weekend, you'll notice that in the middle of Times Square, in one of the opening scenes with Will Smith where he's hunting deer, that uh, amazing film, by the way, go see it if you haven't. It's uh, it's a really good movie. I said on the forums, it's really, by no stretch of the imagination, is it film of the year, but it's a great hour and 45-minute distraction. Uh, Will Smith does a great job uh, as, as this character, Robert Neville. I've seen the other film adaptations, and this has by far been my favorite. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I thought, I mean, I I haven't seen the other film adaptations, and but I enjoyed the movie. I really thought it was a good movie. Well, um, I, I know it wasn't what people expected. If, you've, if you're not familiar with the source material, I know there were some people who were expecting, I think, a little more action-packedness than what was there based on the trailers and stuff, but I really enjoyed the movie. I, I thought it was done really well. Um, I've read the book some years ago, and I was just pleased with pretty much everything, and a lot of people did, didn't care for the ending. Of course, I'm not going to spoil that. Um, there's only so many ways you can end a movie like that, so though, so uh, <laughs> take it to heart when you go see it, uh, what I'm saying right now. Anyway, there's a scene in question where Will Smith's character, Robert Neville, is, is hunting with his dog through Times Square. Now, if you don't know what the basis of this movie is, and you hear hunting in Times Square, you may be a little weird. Robert Neville is the last man on Earth. He, uh, or presumably the last man on Earth, he... he uh, there's a virus that has gone airborne. It was a virus that they were using to cure cancer. And uh, it, it it mutates, and thus it turns people into what they call the dark seekers. and they're Which are very vampire-y, zombie yeah, type. Yeah, they, they drink blood, but they're very zombie-looking creatures. And um, so, essentially, Manhattan is... Robert Neville's playground. You know, he lives in the house he always lived in, but he, every day he, he hunts, he works out, he hunts, he goes to a different house every day and finds supplies to take back home with him. He rents one movie a day from the local video store. And, uh, you know, he's, it's been three years now since the virus has happened and he's, he started with the A's and he's gone through, or the numbers, I guess, and he's gone through the G. So he's halfway through the G's. He takes one movie and takes it back to the store the next day and gets another one. And there's a scene where he's hunting Times Square, and of course it's got all the Broadway posters up. You see Wicked, you see Legally Blonde, Spamalot, all the big productions right now. And the camera pans at one point as he's leaving, and you see this, I mean, enormous, would would cover a drape like a circus tent, a three-story house, banner, for of, and it's the bat symbol with the Superman logo over it. Like much like you see in the Superman Batman comics that are out right now, uh, available, you you just see it kind of stamped onto the bat symbol. And it's and it's nothing you have to squint. No, look it's for. not. I mean, you don't have to look there. for in the movie. It takes up the whole. They even screen. hold a camera shot on it for a second or two. Yeah, and there's a reason for that, and we'll get to it in a second. You can see I'm putting it in the AAC right now. You can look at it for yourself. It's not a great picture because it's of course it's in theaters right now, but you can definitely see get an idea of what it looks like and it is the new superman shield from superman returns and it's the old mm -hmm. it's the not old but it's the normal batman symbol that we've been used to for the past 40 years or whatever now what and it it even has the 
I think it, people are saying it's May 15th. I thought it said May 14th, which is my birthday, which made me a whole lot happier. But it says 5-14 or 15, 2010. And <laughs> when did everybody, what's wrong? I'm just, I love, I love the fact that people are freaking out over this. They think, they think it's real. And, yeah. um, when did everybody die? 2009? So yeah. this is 2012, mm-hmm. so this banner's been hanging right. there for three years, and they were counting yeah. down to this. Everything goes down in at Christmas time. So it's December 2009, so the movie's about five months off from coming out. And it, 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 Man, if I were him, I'd go find the print of that movie. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I would do. I'd strike out of New York. Uh-huh. Of I'd be, I'd be heading to L.A. and find me a... I'd, be heading straight into the heart of Warner Brothers and find me that print. You can work out. You can work on that cure while you headed across the country. I just I got to see me some Batman versus Superman. Anyway, that's all. It, <laughs> Even I, a rough you guy. don't see any words. You just see the sim, the two symbols and the date. Well, okay. Francis Lawrence, who directed the movie, all he he did Constantine. All he really did before that was music videos. He's done some pretty famous music videos for Britney Spears and and other people, but. He was in talks at one time to do Batman versus Superman after um, talks had gone on a while with Wolfgang Peterson, and there was at one point it was up there was a script floating around with Francis Lawrence attached to direct. This is before Superman Returns or anything. This is like two thousand three, two thousand four. I don't remember how long ago this was. Yeah, yeah. And eventually he left the project. Well, this is just a nod to the fact that he was going to do the film. That's all it is, and people are like, "It's happening." They put it in that movie. It was, it was Warner Brothers' own little uh, inside joke to when it's that it's happening, and it's not. I mean, hopefully, somewhere down the line, there's still scripts for it. Wolfgang Peterson has still expressed interest. However, Christian Bale has signed on for three Batman films, and um, Brandon Routh has signed on for three Superman films. And I think there's a Batman versus Superman clause option somewhere in there that, that right. can be signed later upon completion of the third film, but. This is in no way means of showing that this is going to happen. This is, these are just images of things that were in production at one time or are still are, um, and it's a great inside joke, I think. And people are, but people are clamoring to find out what the deal with it is. Yeah, which I think you know, I'm sure this that movie will one day happen. Probably might not happen with Bell and Ralph, but um, but I know it'll it'll have to happen one day. You know, zombie attack if the zombie attack Terry's and all that good stuff, but you know, something just, along those lines, even if they get the, whoever plays Batman and Superman and the justice league to do it. Right. Um, so. it'll happen. So that's really cool. And then you go on and he, he, like as we said, he rents movies. So you go to this movie store and there's a poster, uh, on one of the windows and it's great for this creative process. You, you're doing a film that is, in our time, two years in the future, and then in his time is, you know, five years in the future, and you can create all this product that hasn't been invented yet. Um, all, you know, these movies and books that, have, that haven't been written and haven't been filmed. And there's a Teen Titans poster on the wall in the video rental store, and there's also uh, on one of the columns in the video rental store. These are ones you kind of have to look for. The Teen Titan ones I felt was a little blatant. I went back and saw the movie again, and I saw this one, though. Um, in the column, just uh, in the middle of the store, there's a Green Lantern poster. Yeah, and I missed both of those. I've only You've seen it twice. I've only seen it once. Yeah, I and caught so, Teen Titan the first time around, but like I said, Green Lantern, I, I, I was looking for stuff like that the second time around. Also, to see the Dark Knight trailer and the Cloverfield trailer again. 
But, um, <laughs> but okay, unlimited access to whatever your mind can create. Come up with these superhero movies. Come up with any kind of films that haven't been made yet and probably won't be made, but it's fun to do fake movie posters for, that kind of stuff. Decorated throughout the city in this video rental store. In the middle of any video rental store, there's, there's 10, 20 posters for movies that don't exist. And then yeah. there's a Starsky and Hutch poster. <laughs> Somebody got lazy. So it's just, it, and not like even the TV show, the Todd Phillips movie with Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson just hanging up on the wall. I was right. like, there was an employee that got lazy in the video store, and never took that poster down. And it didn't look like one of those video rental stores that don't get new releases and has been open 30 years and they have movie posters from the eighties still up. It didn't look like that kind of rundown place. I mean, it was a, up-to-date kind of place, and there was just a Starsky and Hutch poster hanging on the wall. I was like, cool, whatever, man. I don't I don't know what the <laughs> deal with that is, but cool. So let's be clear, Superman versus Batman not happening as of right now. That poster being in the movie was not significance of the film coming out on May fourteenth, two 2010. It's just a nod to the fact that the director was going to do the movie at one time. However, if Warner Brothers or whoever would like to put out a movie poster similar to that, just for the sake of having it out, I would probably buy it. That's what I love. I don't think that was digital. I don't know. It might have been digital. But regardless, somebody sat there and designed that thing. I want it. Yes. Especially, so, and could you change the, if it is 5-15-10, could you change it to 5-14-10? <laughs> and have a picture of me with my thumb up next to it or something? <laughs> Down do in the corner, me? down yeah. in the corner, just a big old cheesy grin. Yeah. <laughs> Batman versus Superman versus Derek. There you go. <laughs> they killed Derek in the first ten minutes of the movie. I don't mind telling you, he's just walking along and bamo, he doesn't make it out. So go see I Am Legend though. Catch that. Like I said, it's in the first what, ten minutes of the movie. I'd yeah, say. it's not very far in at all, and you don't miss it. You don't miss it at all. And that's really the big stuff going on right now in Smallville yep. and Superman. Um, we hate to cut it short. It is the Christmas holidays. We're rushed for time. Um, we did a. If you wanna, if you feel shafted, go listen to episode eight of Geek Out Loud because I think we more than make up for lacking today. Yeah, we're gonna have that. Geek Out Loud's gonna probably come down with close to a two-hour runtime. Geekoutonline.com. dot com. That's that right? right. Yes. Yep. Go. And you'll know you're there because of the Silver Surfers at the top of the page. Yeah, which I got to change that. I just, if anyone out there, and I've said, and I and I say this on Geek Out Loud episode two, if anyone out there is good with like WordPress template design, I'll gladly immortalize you in the halls of Geek Out Online them if you would send me a template that's worthwhile. <laughs> I'm keeping mine. Um, <laughs> I like mine a whole lot. So go listen to episode eight. It should be up probably about the time this one is, uh, this episode of Shoe. Um, but on our next episode, we're going to do some cool things. One thing Steve and I are going to talk about are the extensive amount of Superman video games over the years. Which ones? Which I've got to go play some. Yeah, you need to go pick them up. Um, which ones are worth uh, getting? Which ones suck? And which ones are worth getting because they suck? Um, those will be the three fields that they fall under. All right. Well, there are some that are so ridiculous that you just have to. I mean, I've got my Atari Twenty Six Hundred hooked up right now. Oh my, man, and, that is old school. And right my there, Superman so. game is in it. Yes. And, and and that would be one of those you buy because it sucks. Yep. Another one of those will be the original NES Superman game. Well, we'll we'll get into that next time. It's going to yep. be an extensive list. There's been, uh, 
I've even got a Commodore 64 Superman game. No That's lie. Crazy. No lie in my that office. Crazy. No lie. We are going to get into all that on episode 73 of Shoe. When we come back, and and uh, we'll we'll be able to come back next week, won't we, Steve? Um, yeah, you'll have to call me, make sure for sure. I know I've you like, I've you like how we're planning our next episode. What, That's right. Everybody. I know I've got to leave town next week. <laughs> Wait, cover up week, your so. cover up your microphone real quick. And we'll, okay. Hey, can you can you do it next week, man? Um, can you? It if we can do it Wednesday ish. Wednesday ish. I might be able to do it Wednesday ish. Okay. I don't know. Okay, right. un- uncover your microphone. Okay. Okay, we we should be back next week with a brand new episode <laughs> of uh, Star Wars House of L. Poor planning. I haven't thought about Christmas being on Tuesday and that being later in the week. But we'll, uh, w- if not, we'll definitely post something up. Uh, you people will be busy and traveling. You won't want to listen to us anyways. But on the next episode of House of L, whenever that airs, we will be talking uh, the two our two main points, unless something huge comes up uh, in between now and then, are going to be Bizarro's role in the next episode, which is 710 Persona, which will be the first of the final five episodes of Smallville, and yes. yeah, which sucks horribly, and Superman video games from the past uh, 25 years. So it's going to be a cool episode. Don't forget to check it out. Uh, in the meantime, go over to our website, houseofalpodcast.com, where you can get all the latest news and information. Uh, and where you can always find episodes and stream them live from there, or go to our. I'm gonna, you know, you've you've come, you've become the um, the um, the anonymous leader of the forums, Steve. I think I'm just gonna like <laughs> let you start leading the forums because I don't come e- join us on the House of L forums, everyone. You never know, particularly in unmentionables. That's where you're gonna find some interesting stuff take place. Uh, I you know and for the first month there wasn't anything in unmentionables that I launched the forums and now it's like it's the, I, that's kind of sad to me that that's the big heated discussion I, I bring back discussions about how hot Steve is up on you know up in his thread or whatever about how disappointing I am on the show or something <laughs> but but um I want to mention somebody uh, well Tim started back to the future thread and um, seventy one user seventy one uh, I, I kicked. Um, Hawkeye Krypton's ass and uh Yeah, we we trivia. need to give you props right. Let's go ahead and do that real quick before we close out. Props to Derek because he dominated the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, uh question air that was that was posted online and thank and, uh, you. And and that was awesome, sir. I mean like you showed out. There's only one trilogy and it's not of the Jedi, it's of the DeLorean. Y'all you jerk. <laughs> I'm sorry, Star Wars. Hey, Star Wars would be the trilogy, but they went and made six out of them. So Back to the Future is the trilogy. Whenever you say trilogy, though, I just think of the original Star Wars. Seriously, trilogy. and I made this point on the forums. I'll make it right now. Return of the King, you know, you know, Lord of the Rings, uh-uh. No way. Especially since they're fixing to make a Hobbit and a Hobbit sequel. There's going to be five of those films. So, no, nah, that's, that, that's not a trilogy, definitely. Star Wars made six. So that's not a trilogy anymore. Rambo's coming out with a fourth one. There's four aliens. There's four diehards. Back to the Future is the ultimate trilogy. Until ba- until the third Batman movie comes out. Well, the, there's technically it'll be the sixth, seventh one. So yeah, but that's not part of the others. So that's a, that's a whole that's a whole forum discussion. Come meet me on the forums. <laughs> Steve, 30, tall, blonde, you know, come check him out. Yeah. He's, he's there for your delight. 
We're going to open up personal ads on the forums. Hey, ladies. Check it out. Forums.houseofhellpodcast.com and email us always mail at houseofhellpodcast.com. Another thing we're going to do next week, um, we've we've gotten an extensive amount of emails here lately, especially after Jim and I. We're going to take a good portion of the next episode and devote it to some uh, some questions you've had on emails and try to answer them. So we'll be back next time. Steve, thanks for joining me. Go check out. Love it. What? I love it. I thought you said you love me. I was like, well, that's probably not the place to say that, but thank you. (laughs) Or place or time. Place and time, Steve. Place place and time. time. Wait till till the little red button's not blinking anymore. Go check out Geek Out Loud at geekoutonline.com or on iTunes, and we will see you guys later. Bye, everybody. See you.